Hey everyone. So in honor of Chodesh Adar, we are going to be starting something fun here. All of you are invited to submit any funny dating stories that happen to you. And before each clip, I'll start with sharing one or two of the craziest ones. Um, I may have to change a few details in order to protect privacy and not to hurt anyone. Because like, for all you know, the boy's mother might very well be on the broadcast. So I already have one for today. But first, I just wanted to add an important detail. Um, I really want to be careful not to put anyone down. So even though I know that we all have historically funny stories about people who really messed up badly, I don't want to create an attitude where we become too critical of the people that we're dating. Because at the end of the day, everyone makes mistakes. And if we become too judgmental about every move that the guy makes, then I wish you the best of luck in finding a perfect human like that. So we're going to try to include stories where the girls also mess up and just in general, funny situations that people on dates have gotten into. So today's story starts out very normal. A sherech was read and the shadchan said that she would get back to the girl with the details. So she comes home from work one day, totally zonked, and was in the middle of davening when there's a knock on the door. So her brother goes to answer it and... Guess who's standing on the doorstep? The house was totally upside down. Her younger brothers were all over the place. Her mother's not even home. And like, she wasn't exactly glammed up for a date, but the guy is like all ready to roll. So she flew upstairs, put on some makeup, and went on the date. Um, so she tried to give it her all, but didn't really go too well, especially when the guy put in $2 worth of gas. Not a penny more, $2. So that'll have exactly enough to get him to New Jersey where gas is cheaper. Then he got lost and started whipping out a whole briefcase of maps to figure out directions. Yeah, like paper maps. Anyways, that's the story. Um, okay, so now for our perm share. Today we're going to start with Esther. So Chazal asked, Esther menat Torah minayin. Where is Esther hinted to of the Torah? And the answer is a pasuk in Parshas Vayelach that I think you all know. And I'll surely hide my face on that day. So just to give you a little context. Hashem is telling Moshe that after he dies, B'nai Yisrael are going to go after Abu Zara and abandon Hashem. And so Hashem will hide his face from them and leave them kind of like to the forces of nature and evil. And when B'nai Israel sees all the tzaros that are coming upon them, they'll realize that it's a result of their actions, and then they're going to say, ha Is it not because my God is not in my midst that these evils have encountered me? Thank you, Arts Girl. And then the puzzle goes on to say these famous words, And I'll surely have concealed my face on that day. So Chazal say, there was no harsher time in the world than the moment when Hashem told Moshe these words. So there's a lot to talk about here. Um, I actually teach this to my 8th graders, so you'll have to crash my Chumash class to hear the whole lesson. But right now I want to just focus on a couple of things. So first of all, the general concept of Hester upon him. Like, what exactly does it mean that Hashem is hiding his face from us? So Rashi explains that it's as if he doesn't see our distress. Hashem seemingly removes his Ashkacha Pratis from us, and 
we feel abandoned. Of course, Hashem never abandons us, but it appears that way to us. And I think we all know the feeling. Like, you know, this is what Gallus is all about. Going through painful situations and feeling abandoned and forsaken. Events that seem confusing or hard to absorb. And if you think about the whole story of Purim, this was a perfect example of Hester Panim. Hashem hides his face from us and Haman is trying to kill us all out. Think of Esther saying, Parachaf Bezin Tehillim, Keli Keli Lama Zavtani, Hashem, why have you abandoned me? And the fact that Hashem's name isn't even mentioned in the Megillah, but it's only hinted to each time that it says Hamelach. So when you run through the whole chain of events, of course we know that it was a huge miracle that was orchestrated by Hashem, but it was done with Hester Panim. It was behind the scenes. You'll notice that there were no outright miracles. Like, no Kriyas Yamsev, no Makos. It was all hidden in a series of events that technically you could attribute to coincidence or nature. But of course we know that Hashem hides his miracles in nature. Okay, so I just totally went off on a tangent because this was not what I was planning on talking about today. But what I really wanted to focus on is this. If you actually follow the Pesachim and Parashas Vayilach, you'll notice that it says, after B'nai Yisrael admit that they're suffering as a result of the fact that that they abandoned Hashem. So, isn't it strange that they will be punished with Hester Panim after they did Teshuva, or at least Vidoy? So, there are many different answers, but I'm going to share with you the Imre Noam, which is brought down in the Shari Aaron. He says like this, of course Hashem will accept their teshuva, but the Hester Panim that will follow is an Isayu. It's a test. To test if they're really sincere about their teshuva or if they're just doing it to stop their suffering. Like kind of similar to Paro, you know, each time he would sit with the Makos. So when I saw this, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is exactly what we feel like. We're going through a challenge. For us, it's about Shadokhim, but it could really be anything. And we're like, okay, Hashem, we get it. We need to improve before we can get married. I get the message. So we really, really work on ourselves. You know, I think girls in Shadokhim are the most growing group of people I have ever seen. And we finally feel like we've nailed it. Like, now Hashem will see how much I've improved. But surprise, surprise, no husband is on the horizon. And it's very disappointing. So when that happens, we should remind ourselves that maybe this is a test. Maybe Hashem wants to see if you're really sincere about it and if you'll be able to hold on to what you've worked on no matter what. Even when things seem unclear and there's Hester Panim. And that's the real test. (laughs) 